Hey babies, how are y'all? I hope you're doing well. I know I'm doing well. I just played some disc golf and it was a blast and followed it up with some Sonic. You know, you got to balance it out, okay? You just got to balance it out. Look, this week, big week, okay? We got the Super Bowl. I'm kind of down in the dumps with my betting. We'll talk about that, you know? But look, it's going to be a great week. I don't care. I don't care. I refuse to believe that it's not going to be a great week. We got some cool things in store. We got a great, unbelievable week of media magic. Hot takes galore. Absolute media, what's it called? A shitstorm would be the best way to put it. And we're going to talk about say, all of it. Let's just say the internet fucking delivered this week. We're just going to talk about all of it. We're going to dabble in all of it. And I'm excited. Super Bowl week. Super Bowl weekend. Tom Brady's back in his home field in Super Bowl. Literally the only person that could ever draw it up like that's Tom Brady. And it's going to be a good podcast. This is episode something. Episode 52? 53. Nope. Last 53. week was 53, yep. 52. So plus one after 52 is 53. So it's episode right. 53 of BDE Radio. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. This is your co-host Cam and Always with me, even when I'm not here, he's here. Grooves, aka Ryan, aka the goat. What's up, dog? How are you? I'm fucking great, man. I, you know, good week, as you mentioned. Fucking internet again, it delivered. Um, the BDE listeners, y'all are fucking delivering right now. Um, we're doing really well. Uh, I want to say again, stuff that we put at the end, we're going to say it real quick. Subscribe if you're a new listener. If you're a new listener, thank you. Go yes. back and listen to the old episodes. No Y'all are the best. Um, be a friend, tell a friend. If you're new, tell a friend to go fucking listen. Shout out to Rhode Island and Texas. Let's get it, Rhode Island. I don't know Island. who you are, but like, let's get it. Hey, Y'all hey, doing Rhode great Island. up there. Who the hell are you? I'd love to get Let you on the know. pod. Let's get you on the pod. Rhode Island, if you can prove to me that you are from Rhode Island, you can be on our podcast. I promise. <laughs> And then Texas people, if you want to give your opinion about Deshaun Watson and potentially Ooh. having Derek Carr at Houston, yeah. let me know. Dude, that's interesting. That's what we should do, bro. We should literally reach out to these states that actually listen to us and get them on the podcast for their takes on certain issues in their state. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to call out your state real quick. Y'all fucking suck, Alabama. What tell, happened? What's tell going Alabama on? Alabama how many downloads we've had. Four. Four. That's a what the hell, thing. guys? I know it's only been, you know, four, this is the fourth day into February, but like, come on guys. Y'all better than that. Four downloads, bro. Yo, <laughs> four downloads. Four, bro? That's one per day. That's literally <laughs> two times two, bro. Oh boy. Hey, but four. love you guys. This week is going to be really good. We have a lot of content. I love weeks like this where we have just a shit ton of stuff to talk about. It'll probably be long, mainly because it's this is a Super Bowl special. Let's get this it. week can't get any better. It's the fucking Super Bowl. Tom Brady is playing at home. As you mentioned, he will be wearing white, which is weird. True. You're it's trash. Weird. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> um, but it's going to be great, guys. Thanks for listening. Let's have a banger of an episode. Let's You're, make this the biggest one we've had yet. We're going to. We're going to. Let's just dive right in, dude. We're not even going to hit the topics. We're going to hit the topics as they come because, honestly, y'all have been a part of the news. Y'all have seen what the hell is going on. Guess what? We're talking about all of it. So here we go, boys and girls. Episode 53 of BDE Radio. It's going to be an absolute pleasure. All right. Let me just open by just saying that everybody in Alabama, you're trash. 
That's how I feel right now, dude. Four downloads, bro. Four. In four days. Four downloads? Dead ass. And it's probably all Charles Lee, too. 100%. Actually, it's probably not. It's only probably one because she probably downloads every single week, so. She definitely does. That's tragic. But, hey, whatever, dude. You're trash. Step it up, Bama. You're, tr- you're, tr- you're, tr- you're, tr- you're, tr- you're trash. That's how I feel. Hey, dude. I want you to say something to the listeners about that song that you said to me before. How would you describe that song? That is a firm ass song, dude. <laughs> Tell me if y'all have ever heard that. You've never heard me say a song. that before? No. Really? Not about a song. Dude, that is years, years, years old, bro. <laughs> firm. You said this is a firm ass hit. Dude, that, sh- that shit was hitting, bro, for real. I mean, it was. What was I mean, it? that weird uh, little. If y'all like that, if y'all like that little, hold up. Y'all hear that little shit going on in the back, the keyboard? Can you do that on your keyboard? Here we go. If y'all don't like this song, literally get out of here. (laughs) No, y'all stay, stay. We want y'all to stay. That's it. Damn. Yo. Get that hitter. If you as literally, literally would say. guys, if you don't like it, you're trash. Bottom line. <laughs> hey, y'all got the intro song twice. True. Y'all almost got the That's damn That's how outro. important this week is. That's true, dude. All right, let's dive in. First topic, pick one. Just literally pick it out of the bowl right. and just grab it. Let's go. We're going old to new. Okay. Old to new. Okay. So we're going to start with the old. Matthew Stafford is out of Detroit and is now in L.A. Win. Fucking win for him. Win. And probably the Rams, in my opinion. Honestly, the Lions could. The, dude, if the Lions play their cards right, it's a huge win for them as well. I There are a lot of people saying they think they won the trade or that their opinion, you know, it's the because, opinion people in ESPN. because of the draft picks. The two first rounds and two second rounds. Listen to this crazy shit. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. I got a picture of it. Since 2016, where the Rams drafted Jared Goff in the first round, since then they have traded away their next seven first-round picks. Yep. Traded away 2017 to the Titans, 18 to the Pats, 19 to the Falcons, 2020 to the Jacks, 21 to the Jacks, 22 to the Lions, 23 to the Lions. Yeah, the Rams are playing like they're like like it's like you like you're in franchise mode on Madden 18. Yeah. You just trade away all your first-round picks to get the relevant players now. I mean, look, you're getting Stafford. Stafford is a fucking Hall of Fame quarterback. How old is he? How old is in he? Detroit. How old He's is in he? He's in his mid-30s. Let me see. Nah. I mean, he, was, he graduated in 09 from UGA. 08, 09, yeah, he's something 32. like that. So he's got three good years left in him. Oh, at least. I mean... He's not, I mean, the problem with him is he's taken a lot of hits because he was in Detroit. He has gotten banged up. But the dude has played with a fucking broken back. He's a warrior. There's no doubt. Have you seen, did you see the video that came out after the trade where it was when they were playing in Detroit? He like gets sacked. His shoulder comes out. Yeah, He goes to the sideline. Whoever they were playing calls a timeout and he gets back in, throws a touchdown. 
and he's still shouldered out and he's coming to the sideline. Dude hits him on the shoulder. Yeah, I remember that. Fucking idiot. But it's such a win for both teams. Stafford finally gets to a team that has a fucking defense. He's going with McVay, who we know is capable as a fucking offensive play caller to get the ball downfield, which is Stafford's specialty. Oh, yeah, he can throw it. Now, you're going to have to find some way. Some way you're going to have to find him maybe another receiver or two. But the running game there is great. Dude, their receivers are solid. You got Woods and Reynolds. You got Woods, Reynolds, and Cup. Damn, how many you need? He can't be the Chiefs. I know, I know. But to be honest with you, is Reynolds really that guy? I know he did it with Goff like two or three years ago, three years ago when when it was the Chiefs-Rams when that was a big game. I think he can be, dude. Don't they have Higby? Yep, at tight end. Yep. They have Higby and Gerald. Gerald, yep. hey, hashtag go Jags, but Gerald is a receiver. Every, yes. Yeah. He's a receiver. Higby's he, really good. I no like In no way Higby. is Gerald a blocker, but no. Gerald can receive the ball and make plays with it. If they want to yep. open it up, they can run five out there easily with two with two tight ends in the slot. Hell. Well, now that you're getting rid of Goff, I think you can do that now. So, Logan, I know you're loving this. You're listening to this. So, your Rams got really fucking good. We talked about this at dinner, me and him, because this is Logan, the guy who came on and talked yeah. about basketball with us. Um, big Rams fan, big L.A. fan, of course. But he predicted this. He's like, we might get Stafford. And then the next day, they get fucking Stafford. But the problem is for Detroit, you have to put up a Goff, who we all know Goff is not a cold-weather quarterback, and he's got to play at Chicago, and he's got to play at Green Bay. Every single year. Yeah, I mean, he's a Cali boy through and through, so it's going to be tough. But also Aaron Rodgers was. True, but uh, Rodgers, North Cal. Is that true? I don't know that. Yep. It's cold up there in North Cal. That's weird that that's how big the state is. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Now, I don't – it's a good question. Where is Goff actually from? But he played at Cal, so – Right. Which is North Cal. Is that true? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Berkeley, isn't it, right? Berkeley, yeah, that's north. Pretty sure. Jared Goff. Two southern boys talking about California. Home, Gotta love it. Hometown. Nevada. Where's that on a map? What the fuck? Pull it up on a map. Nevada. Oh, I can just click it. Okay, that's Pog. Um, While you're doing that. Oh, he is the most... He is the most southern... Of the California. It's past San Diego? Um, oh, never mind, never mind. No, he's not. No, he's not. He, I take that back. Sorry. He is just north of San Fran. Okay, so that's North Cal. I mean... Ish. Mid-Cal? That's more centrally located. Yeah, Mid-Cal. But it's still cold there. I think that's where, like, uh, Rogers is from, kind of, too. I mean, it's not Napa or anything, but... What, what about... uh? Where's L.A.? L.A. is, you know, Southern Cal. I mean, it's above San Diego. I'm trying to find L.A. as one. I've never even done this in my whole life. Oh, yeah, it is Southern Cal. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's where USC is in UCLA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No wonder it feels good there all the yeah, time. Forever. Like, constantly feels good there. Anyways, he's got a transition from playing there into playing in cold-ass Detroit, which they're in a dome there, but got to play in Chicago. Green Bay, and he's never performed good in cold weather. Yeah, in summary, I just don't think Jerry Goff's very good. And uh, but they did get those picks, like you said. 
So true. if you can put up a golfer a couple years, I mean, they're rebuilding anyways. So what do we do? Now it'd be interesting. I think Marvin Jones is on the free agency. Free, he's a free agent this year. So it'd be interesting to see where he goes now too. Cause he fucking golf might not have anybody to throw the ball to. It's true. Which would so. not bode well for the lines. <laughs> no, absolutely. But good for Stafford getting out of there. Funny thing is about this little little tidbit that came out. Both McVay and Stafford were in Cabo at the same time when this trade went through. Yep. And met up for drinks afterwards to celebrate. Are we going to say collusion? Definitely they had some communication. I will say yeah. that. Yeah. McVay's like, hey, give them what they want. I want, I want Matthew. I want Stafford. They definitely had some conversation for sure. Which, I mean, the Detroit came out and said publicly that they were going to trade him. That's true. That's true. So, I, I mean, know. it wasn't like it was an unknown. But apparently the Colts were in it. Um, the 49ers, want to say Carolina. Uh, teams are going to be in. The quarterback frenzy this year is awesome. Free agent market for quarterbacks is great. It's going to be wild seeing what happens with uh, Watson, like we mentioned last week. Um, earlier, like I said, uh, Carr might be getting traded to Houston. That could be a thing. Doubt it because what capital does um, the, the Vegas, does, does Raiders have to trade Carr and get Watson? I just don't know if they have the capital for it and the cap salary or salary cap for it. Carolina is a team to watch, though, I think. Carolina is going to get rid of Teddy Bridgewater Teddy. and they're going to pick up Deshaun. Problem is, what are you going to give up? You can't you gonna do what you're going to do. What Detroit just did? You can't. You give up. You get rid of Teddy. You get rid of because Teddy's a good bridge quarterback for the Houston. Oh, 100 percent. I think they might bridge smart, for another year though. If they sm- if they're smart, they get Teddy, and then they ha- they draft a quarterback, and they. I mean, the Panthers. I don't know, man. Like, what else can you? I mean, all of their draft picks probably. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're going to have to do. Stafford kind of just set the market. Yeah, that's true. They did. And it's just wild because Watson signed that contract and he's so plugged into Houston that he wants out. I mean, somebody fucked up somewhere. Oh, he's very unhappy for sure. Very unhappy. And like I said, he is so plugged into everything Houston now that it's it's something bad happened. Well, he wanted to be a legacy quarterback, you know, like it's it's to Yeah, be the guy that to, stay there and do his thing. To be entirely honest with you, everybody knows that it kind of tarnishes your legacy if you go to another team. That's just the way it is. It, not in a huge way, but in a minor way it kind of does. Um Oh, yeah. Even for Brady a little bit. Uh even though even though he might win a Super Bowl, I don't know. But still, it's if he just went like Super Bowl, no. he wasn't. He's not the Kobe Bryant lifer. He's not the Jeter lifer anymore. He's not that. That's not him anymore. So it's just like right. That's the standard. He's not. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just don't know if you're going to see a whole lot of that now. Oh, that there's that day and age is gone. I think. I think yeah. people are people are smarter and people are just like they hold less weight. They they hold yeah. It's, they're money hungry, obviously, but that legacy portion of the. Of the, I guess the legacy bar, the graph that you have, is um, dwindling and it's getting less important. Yeah, and that sucks because I mean you got guys like you mentioned Jeter, Kobe, Freddie Freeman's current one, um, Aaron Rodgers, who potentially could get traded. Doubtful, but there there's rumors that it could happen. Yeah, 
Um, but then you look at a guy like Favre, who was the guy at Green Bay, goes to the Jets, does this thing, goes to the, the fucking Vikings. Yep. So it's it's one of those things, man. But good for Stafford, man. Uh, I think everybody can agree. Being a lifer in Detroit, not a good thing. Yeah, I agree with that, man. It's um, Ford family has got to figure it out. And this is a good first step, I think. But good for Stafford getting out of there and finally getting on a team. I'm not going to say they're ready to win the Super Bowl. Defense is damn good if they can sign everybody again. Offense should be a lot better with Stafford. No doubt. I agree. No doubt about it. You're, you're not going to have you're not going to have John Wolford in there at quarterback with Stafford there. <laughs> Hopefully not. Anyway. All right. Let's let's do some good news. I mean, not that that wasn't good news, but let's talk some. NCAA football coming back. I know. Uh, all right. So here's my thing with it. Eventually. Here's my thing with it. First off, it's definitely not going to happen this year. Definitely probably not going to happen next year. Um, my thing is that NCAA football wasn't mentioned. No, they're not associating with college or with the NCAA. It's just going to be EA Sports college football. And if that's the thing, they can't use any of the, te- the, the teams. They're they're somehow working with it to figure it out, but the players they're not going to be able to do. You're not going to have, you know, I'm trying to think of somebody. I'm just going to say JT Daniels at quarterback, or if it was this year, you weren't going to have Mac Jones, or you're not going to have Bo Nix at quarterback. Like it's just going to be player quarterback one. Well, that and that's fine because you can. There's always rosters that people will generate, and you can download that's the roster, happen, yeah. and you're fine with that. Um, but my thing is if I can't play with Auburn, I don't want to play. You're going to have that. I think you have to How have can that. They have They're going to have... How can you have that without the the, the NCAA umbrella? I don't know. They there Some kind of thing. I, there was another tweet I read after that got announced that the EA Sports is not working with the NCAA on this because I think because they're still working through nil with the name, image, and likeness stuff. But there, there's some other thing, CLC, I want to say. But they're going to have 100 schools on there. You're going to have your Power 5, your mid-majors. You're not going to have, you know, all 130, I'm sure. They'll keep out some of the smaller teams that I guess they just don't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have – they said they're going to have 100 teams. And as long as they have the stadiums and the, and the teams and the logos and all of that, that's all I care about. Right. Like you said, people will make rosters. But this is fucking huge. Just don't make it like a Madden. Do not make it like Madden. What are you talking about? Just like the engine and the engine is so bad on Madden. I can't. I haven't bought Madden since freshman year. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't messed around with Madden much either. To be but apparently honest with you. everybody hates it. But also, nothing new has happened to Madden, which um, to an extent, there's only so much you can do. On these sports games, I mean, to be honest, in sports games, the graphics are so good now. All you really need, you can buy FIFA 21 or 22 and just update the roster for three years and you're good. Yeah, I agree. Because the graphics aren't changing that drastically. And it's not like they're adding new features in there either. And I think that's where Madden hurts. It's um, But their, their engine is terrible. The last time I played, and that was, you know, six, seven years ago. Yeah, that was way back when. <laughs> hey, when NCAA was still around freshman year. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm apprehensive, though. You know, like. Yeah, I think we're going to need some time on it, and it's going to need to be. But if there is time, 
you're going to get name, image, and likeness in, in there. And it just depends on how much they're willing to pay people. At some point, I don't know. I my, my stance is I'm extremely excited, but if I can't play with Auburn, I'm out. If I can't Fair. if I can't take the South Alabama Jags to the playoffs, say, if you can't take South I'm to the out, SEC, bro. dude, here's what they need to do. They need to figure out some way we can use the uniforms, we can use the logos, we can use all of that, we can use the numbers of the players. Honestly, that's okay too because we can download that in our roster. We can use. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get that. That's fine, but as long as the logos, the uniforms, yeah, are there, I'm chilling. Because you can download the rosters and they'll have the numbers and the names and all that jazz. Right. But they Even also if they need don't, to. It'll still be great. They need to add. They need to add where you can move conferences, where you can relocate. You know, like where you they can had, move. They had that though. Did they have move conferences? Yes. If you did a dynasty, you could go from take. If you were with South for like six years and you're winning natties, if you want to stick with them. You will get offered to go to the SEC or wherever, ACC, whatever conference you want to go, and you just replace a team. They've had that for a long time. Hmm. Like, I, used, dude, I would take Middle Tennessee and replace Vanderbilt every single time. I never I never did that. Or I just don't remember if I, if I did, I guess. You just got to – it takes a couple of years in Dude, I had a, a stand – Dynasty. I had a 30-year franchise with Stanford. Me and my buddy Chance. Oh my you know Chance. No we would play it, and yo. Shout out, Jance. You're out in Utah, boy. Yo, I'm telling you, bro. We dominated people, bro. We literally won. We won national championships in probably 15 or 16 years straight. Yeah, that's the one thing. And it was um, a blast. I will say, I will say what Big Cat did this year or this past year during COVID. Super cool. I wish I would have done that. Super cool. Because holy shit, that would have been awesome. Super duper cool for sure. Because to be honest, that's kind of what I've I've do I've done that. You take it. You always take a shitty team. You do good. You tra- you go to a new team, make them good. And you go to a new team, make them good. It's what you always do. It's so much fun. Uh, it's it's even more fun too at a higher difficulty because it's actually a challenge. Oh my god, so hard. It's it's uh, it's always a good game. You know, like comes down to the last drive type shit. And that's you a throw lot of six fun. interceptions. That's a lot of fun for me. Yeah. Well, my favorite thing was always playing against somebody. Playing against your buddy and kicking his ass, or it being a really good game because you threw three picks and you fumbled the ball twice. Yeah, I, uh, me and Cully, and when I was at South, I would go over to their place my freshman year, our freshman year. Sorry, but right, um, we'd I'd go over to their room and uh, and me and Cully would literally build the Madden Ultimate Team back when it was fun and play. Against yeah, remember people. we had that Madden tournament, dude. It was so much fun, bro. A Madden tournament we did was. So much fun. Pretty sure I won that cough cough. Huh? Pretty sure I won that one. Cough cough. Oh, I came in like third. I, I think I can't remember who I lost to. Pretty sure who I, I beat, did win it. I'm pretty sure I beat J.A. I, I think that. I played I Gleason, dude. I can't remember. I'm who pretty I lost sure to. I, I lost played. To I I'm pretty sure I played Gleason in the in the in the championship and won. Well, do you remember the one? What was that? Madden 25 or some shit. Um, remember the one play that everybody ran where it was just like a toss to the right or something and the guard would pull? Oh, yeah. And it worked. you'd get 15 yards every single time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, unless you literally guessed it on that side. Once right. If you guessed on that defensive, the way the mechanics worked on that, if you guessed it, literally all 11 players would just commit to a run right. to the right side. That's the only way to stop it. Yeah. Well, dude, NCAA, like 14, I had fucking plays that 
always work. Dude, Solly. Play action read. Solly, he was the best player I've ever seen. This is not a joke. Really? First off, he was like top five in the world on the MLB The Show. He was top right. five in the world in, in hardcore domination on in, on Call of Duty Ghosts. And he literally, I've ne- God, he had these two or three plays that he would run, and you literally couldn't stop him. Like, it didn't matter if you played the user on the guy that he was going to throw it to, the guy would catch it every time. It was just a glitch. Yes, and he played this just like that. He would play. lay down, bro. He would lay down for but people that aren't seeing him. He would, for everybody, period. He yeah. would lay down in his recliner, and he would put his spitter in between his tits, and he would have just a huge dip in, and he would just grind. He would grind with with a spitter in his on his chest, and he'd just never move. And dude, <laughs> and he would just sit there and spit. And grant, I mean, he's so gonna be, good I mean, at MLB he's, the show. He's gonna be a doctor soon, so hey, it's not like he's a worthless dude. Hey, he's, if you need your plastic surgery, yeah, I mean, he's gonna make a bunch of money. So that's it's not like he was. A, I mean, he was literally our Sunday guy. Worked his ass off in the way. Honestly, I don't even know how many. How ma- There's no way there were enough hours in the day for him. I don't know. Because him and Wojo, just so much shit they did. Dude, he grinded, bro. Like, all right, so he was in. He was in uh, the medicine. He was in med- medical school. He was, right. or he's an engineer. Well, pre-med. He was pre-med, pre-med at the time, maybe. I, I forget. Well, anyway, uh, he was pre-med at the time. He worked out with us. He did all of our routine throughout the day, which baseball, we, it was a full-time job. I mean, literally, oh, yeah. it was nonstop. You had practice, you had weights, you had study hall, you had all that jazz. Well, he uh, he was doing all that pre-med, grinding video games, and a 4.0. You know, like, he was just brilliant. And he was our Sunday guy. Like, he was one of our pivotal players. He was great in the classroom and even better on video games. I don't get it, dude. He's a <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> he really was. And he was hilarious when you got him drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He... He's one of those guys where he's he's don't speak unless spoken to, and then you you get him you get him fired up and he's a bundle of joy. Yes, a hundred percent. Get him get him in this comfort zone and get him a little loose and you're good. He was funny. You're having a sure. good night. I saw him. I actually saw him about a year and a half ago. He worked out at the gym that he was at the gym that I was working out with at at the time. But it was Golds before they closed. And right. um, dude, he's thinned out. He's looking good. Good. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He's doing really well. I mean, seemingly. Pretty sure he's still driving that same bl- big black truck. Uh, that Nissan Titan? Yeah, 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 something like that. It was a Nissan, yeah. I think the Titan's a big one. He, uh, so. Yeah, he's still driving. I mean, but shit, he, you can't expect him to buy a whole bunch with all this school going on right now. He's 27, and he's still in school. Well, he might not be anymore. I think he just got his white coat. I don't know. I don't keep up with anybody, to be honest. Cully did. Cully's about to be a doctor, like, literally this year or some shit. I know. Oh, I talked about Cully on New Year's Eve because I was with Hayden and Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cully, me and Cully played, and Hayden, we played some. We played a lot of COD last year. Right. Literally, when I say a lot of COD, I mean it was a lot of COD. Back to NCAA. Fucking excited for that shit. Can't wait. Like you said, Same, it's going to be bro. a couple of years before it comes out. But Yeah, I mean, I'll be 28. Shout out Big Cat for making it happen. I'll be married by the time it comes out, but I'm. you better believe I'm getting it. I'm... I'm getting the deluxe hundred dollar version and everything. Oh, you're gonna have the gold version. You better believe it, bro. <laughs> you better believe. I it. mean, I'm gonna. I would buy a PS5 just for that. That's what you're gonna have to do. Turns like because it's on next gen. Yeah, it won't be on PC. Sadly, I'm cool with it anyways. not being on PC. It's hard to. My thing is, I found that all sports games are irrelevant on PC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no difference. No, it's not even that. It's just the the density of servers is so thin that you're never like if you want to play any multiplayer at all, 
you won't find any players because nobody plays on PC. Um, so like the neighborhood sense. on NBA 2K would just be empty. There would be nobody playing, uh, and you can you can hack. There's like cheaters. There's cheaters. So they they'd build these gotcha. freaks of nature on NBA with like their <laughs> their arms would be the, the length of the the floor, and it was just yeah, like it was actually crazy. You can look it up on YouTube. It's actually pretty funny, but. Yeah, I probably will. Nobody plays them on. Nobody plays sports games on on PC because. It, I mean, yeah, like you said, that's the only reason to get it, plus exclusives and shit. But, anyways, I'm sure everybody's tired of us talking about video games, so let's move on to courtside Karen versus LeBron. Tell me a little bit about that. I heard it was initially initiated by the the husband, Daddy Carlos. Who is that? By Daddy Carlos. So, this happened here in Atlanta at the Hawks game, Hawks versus Lakers. These two are courtside. How I don't know. Um, I mean, the richest shit. The guy is rich as shit. Right. So apparently, they're, they're core side. This guy has some kind of beef with LeBron. He hates LeBron. This, like, dating back, I saw pictures of his, like, some from his Instagram on, in, back in 2017, it hit Twitter, where he's, like, talking about this big motherfucker is about to sit on my phone and wallet and shit. It's a picture of LeBron just sitting at the scorer's table, checking in, about to go in. And then he said something else about something about LeBron then. So this is this this guy does not like LeBron. Right. Just does not like LeBron. I don't know what happened. Nobody knows. But apparently this guy said something to LeBron. And he, LeBron, because he can actually hear it because there's nobody else in the stands, calls him he says, Your your big old steroid ass or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Your old steroid ass. I mean, the guy's in his 50s at least. Just Maybe juiced, 60s. Just juicy juice. Juiced. You can't look like that without juicing at that age. 100%. Like Most men take testosterone when they get in their 40s to 50s. This guy's taking it to a new level. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. But Daddy Carlos says something to LeBron. LeBron calls him old steroid ass. Then the wife, who claims to be 25, apparently she is, does not look it. A lot of fucking plastic surgery. Um, gets up and says, I will fuck you up, LeBron, if you can say that shit to my husband. And LeBron calls her a rank-ass bitch. Oh. First off, I fucking love that from LeBron. Me too. This is probably the one thing that LeBron's done that I love because it's hilarious. I love it. So they're going back and forth. She's saying, I will fuck you up. And she goes on Instagram later, and she's like, "Ah, oh, he called me a bitch, all this stuff. I, I will fuck him up if I ever see him. And then, of course, the internet just ratios her and just clowns her at saying, you're 25, you're not 25, because she knows you got the big old lips and stuff. But the question about this is, one, good for her for standing up for a man, but the Daddy Carlos, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? Yeah. One, why are you heckling when nobody's there? You're heckling the best basketball player probably of all time. To ever live. We're not getting into that. We're not getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a, a shitty fucking debate that I hate that all sports shows do. Not this sports show. <laughs> Anyways, so Daddy Carlos is talking shit to LeBron for no fucking reason because he likes the Hawks. Like, dude, we suck. What are you doing? We suck. <laughs> We, we are terrible. Come on. Don't talk shit to LeBron. They're the best team in the league. They just won an NBA championship months ago. They're probably going to win it again this year. Don't talk shit. So he talks shit, gets clowned, and his girl has to stand up for him. That's whack. Dude. 
and then this is the kind of girl though where you're like yeah i like that my girl stood up for me like that's cool she's a ride or die or whatever but this is a girl that'll get you in fucking trouble at a club or some shit 100 percent. she's into that drama bullshit bro oh she's the girl that will get your ass kicked she will say something to the wrong motherfucker and old 50, 60-year-old Daddy Carlos is going to have to fight him. First Probably off, get his ass kicked. Daddy Carlos needs to stay out of the bars. I mean, he's not going to bars. He's rich as shit. He's going to fucking Tongue and Groove or some kind of club and buying a section. That's, um, yeah, that's the strat for sure if you're that guy. I'm, I don't know. I, I saw it. I saw, like, like, you know, I saw the media headline, but I was right. just like, nah. Apparently they got tossed, right? Yep, they got tossed. I think LeBron said he was like, I don't think they should have gotten tossed. But the girl, when she's yelling at him, tears down her mask as he's yelling at him from the court side, from the court. Oh, yeah. Without that's mask why on. they got tossed. A hundred percent. Plus, like, you're the only ones there. Like, you're on your court side. You obviously have some kind of pool. What the fuck are you doing yelling at the players without a mask on? Idiots. Just so dumb. Idiots, bro. But LeBron called her a rank ass bitch. You love to see it. Love that. I mean, dude, as a player, like you always, everybody says, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't respond to fans. Fuck that. I always did. I always did too. I always became, I became friends with all of my hecklers in college, besides the ones at LSU. LSU, bro. I wasn't even. All right, so I wasn't even supposed to play. Hayden was supposed to play, and NBP he he hurts his thumb. So I'm like, yeah, he's told me that story. I'm like, oh no. Well, I get put in the, I got to play now. And they're like, well, we're not going to mess the lineup. They throw me in the nine hole. Little did they know, like, I had good stats because I'm a first month warrior career wise. Like, I mean, I'm the best in the Sun <laughs> you Belt. Were. At the time, you Dude, were. Every year, every year of my career, I was the best in the Sun Belt in almost all the categories in, in the conference until Captain Reports came out. But, Anyway, <laughs> we were playing till they till they learned how to throw. Yeah, till they learned that I couldn't hit anything besides a fastball. But um, they uh, me too. They they got <laughs> I was in the nine hole and I got thrown in right field, and they started calling the lineup out and they had my bio out and they were just ripping my ass. And I was like, look, guys, like, come on, you know, like I'm just trying my best to have a good time. I'm just trying to have a best. And, you know, usually, ball. usually they just start laughing. They're like, okay, you're right. And they'll just, they'll just, they'll nag at me a little bit throughout the game, but nothing crazy. And I'll laugh and we'll just have a good, just have a good yeah, time. We'll with have you. a good, we'll have a good giggle out of it. But, dude, they doubled down as soon as I told them that. And they gave me hell, bro. And that was the worst time I've ever had. Hecklers aren't that bad, typically. I've had a bunch of good times at, you know, at, at Auburn and, and, and Mississippi State, Arkansas. I gained some fans at, Mississippi, at Arkansas, bro. I got some Twitter followers from Arkansas. Shout out Arkansas. Right? Yeah, that was cool. That was when I played Ben and Tindy and didn't think he wasn't that didn't think he was that good. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. He was he was a fucking stud. He wasn't his freshman year. He was good his freshman year, but his sophomore year, he he got on the old antler spray. That's the reason this is his doubles dance. Hey, who wasn't on anything back then? <laughs> who still isn't on anything? That's funny, bro. No, it's uh, I get it, dude. It's hard not to acknowledge a heckler, but I can't imagine it being just dead silent and then this dude just chirping, 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 and then LeBron calling <laughs> you your girl a fucking rank ass bitch. That's awesome for sure. <laughs> I fucking love that. 
That's hilarious. I'm, dude, it's the most relatable thing he's probably ever done. Because everybody in that situation be like, dude, fuck you. You do steroids. You're 50. You're dating a f- girl that's clearly a gold digger. You know? 100%. Like, I mean, 100%. I saw the way she looked, and, and she looked like a Miss Potato Head, bro. Those those lips on her. She looked like she could take those off. Literally, just take them on and off. <laughs> Just all right, I'm going to bed. Yeah, Let me take my lips off for the night and put them on the nightstand like they're dentures. Dude, she went ham on Instagram and then like backtrack real quick because everybody started calling her out saying you're 25. You don't look 25. Sheesh, no, she didn't at all. She looked weathered, no. to put it mildly. She she looked like she had some 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 miles on her. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's talk about let's talk about our boy. Our boy, Morgan Wallen. <laughs> you hate it. In some hot water right you just now, hate to, see it, to say the least. It sucks, bro. And, and I, I, let it, I let it all kind of just... like You had a very good Facebook post. I let it, it all filter out and let everybody get their sides out of the way before I said anything. Because I do my very best to keep a middle ground approach. And I try to see it as clearly as I can without having any bias. First off... I'll start by this. I love Morgan Wallen's music. I won't stop loving Morgan Wallen's music. But as a person, he's making extremely poor decisions on repeat. And it sucks yeah. to see, man. He, there's definitely He's definitely battling something, and um, he needs to get that squared away. And it's not even about what he said. It's about what he was doing, bro. Like Sunday night, and you're just blacked out drunk, bro? That was on a Sunday night? Yeah. A little too much Sunday fun day, bro. It's just, I don't know, man. Uh, You're you're 28, you're 27, 28 years old, and you're partying like you're you're 18. And uh, when you have that level of influence, it's just like I said in my post, it's like when you have that level of influence, you need to act like it because you need to understand that people that aren't as old as you and that doesn't have your stature and that – they're not in your same position. They're looking to you, and they're following your actions. They're following your persona. They're they're like, oh, he's badass. I want to be like him. Well, when you make poor decisions, you're indirectly affecting a whole bunch of people. And uh, yeah, what he's doing, what he has been doing, is is making it seem as if it's okay to do these things, and that's it's just not the truth, you know. Like. Uh, I get it, dude. Getting drunk as sh- getting drunk as hell and having a good time with your buddies. It's a good time, dude. Hey, we've all been there. I've gotten super drunk with my buddies. You know, I will can me being one of them. I, exactly. I will get drunk again with my buddies. You know, but probably there's a, this weekend. There's a, t- <laughs> there's oh, a time me. and place, dude. <laughs> there's a time and place. And when you're when you are him, you you need to understand the ramifications of your actions. And he doesn't. He wants to be a normal guy that can just make abnormal music, and that's not how it works. They don't go hand in hand. Either you're spectacular and you're just an absolute spectacle of a human, and everywhere you go you're followed because you have great music, or you're not a spectacle because you have shitty music. You know, like, they go hand in hand, right? If you make bad music, you're going to be irrelevant, and you can fly under the radar and do certain things. If you're if you're relevant, you can't fly under anybody's radar and everybody's going to have a video camera on you at all times and you have to be mindful of that. Yeah. And you have to position yourself appropriately. And he's just he just wasn't doing that. I blame 90% of it on him and 10% of it on his entourage. I blame his people that keep, his accountability people. 
I blame his friends. If I ever get out of line like that, my friends are going to check me. That's just the bottom line. They're going to say, hey, man, dial it back. Hey, hey, whoa, dude. That's not a good play. You're important. Make better decisions, you know? Right. It's, uh, I don't know, man. It's tough. But to say that you're just blackballing him and his music because of, of, of the word yeah. that he said, granted, terrible word. I understand the magnitude of the word and, and all the power that it holds. But his music is not what it wasn't that's not just his music he didn't write the song compose the song sing the song produce the song you know he didn't direct the music videos to the song he didn't structure the album all by himself this wasn't just all him you know nobody's ever done it that way period it takes right. a village and there's a lot of people that are co-writing with him that are co-producing with him that are directing these films for him that are getting all of these gigs for him that are that are s- supplying him with Supplying him with with partnerships, with sponsors, with companies that are getting him on the red carpet, that are addressing him. All of these people are just as affected as he is because more than likely he was one of their mainstays. He was one of their premier oh, yes. people that were putting them. That, he, he was their, records, probably him and their Hardy, primary source say. of income right now. Yeah, he was him and Hardy, up. I would say. Yeah. So it's just like that's super, super shitty for them. Not even for him because of his actions. They're they're put out they're they're out of the equation now, at least on that front, economically, because of him and his actions. Right. And I mean CMT pulled all his shit. Exactly. Radios are pulling Radio his Spotify, pulled, Apple Music. They pulled him off the playlist. They didn't pull his music. Let's just go ahead and get this out here. I still listen to him on okay. Spotify today. But Yeah, I mean I did too. He's off the top country his play all the big playlists that really that's where your plays come from. That's where he's off. He's not on there anymore. Right. Which, honestly, good for them, dude. If he's going to say some reckless shit like that, get him off of there, dude. He needs somebody to hit him in the mouth. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Not to say I it's mean, me. The thing is, is, you know, like, it's not It's not even about that. It's about just somebody needs to tell him, hey, man, you, you're dealing with some shit and you're making the wrong yeah. plays. What do we need to do to correct these issues so we don't have to deal with this any longer? Because troubled souls end up dead. That's the bottom line, bro. Yeah, artists yep. artists write their best music when they're in pain, whatever. There's a cliche out there like that. But nonetheless, you you can write music in a happy place. Oh, that was You can definitely do that. And um he needs to he needs to figure it out, man. He needs to figure out who he wants to be because his identity is still in you know, in the limelight, he's got it, but that's not who he is, bro, and that's obvious. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because you know he had to be showing his ass before that video even started because why else would his neighbors just be Ex- randomly recording? That video, yeah, that video was a few minutes long for sure. A hundred percent. Like, they, this happened for five or ten minutes, woke his neighbors up, and then they're like, all right, we got to record this. Morgan's being a fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah, that's... You just hate to see you it. You got to realize that now. If you're famous... In today's day and age, if you do anything, anything, reckless, say anything, do anything. It's recorded, bro. Like he got, dude, he got fucking in trouble for making out with girls after at at Alabama. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, you got to learn from that. Hey, man, don't go to a house party in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. If you're important. Don't because it's a bad look. Nobody cares if it's some frat guy that's at a party making out with a chick and, and being. They expect that. Extremely rude. Uh, in public, like that's just the quote, a status quo. 
But when you're important, bro, you got to hold yourself to a higher standard. And he hadn't been doing that. You just got to assume a camera's on Always, you. Always, dude. 24-7. Always. Unless you're in your home, it's on you. Always. Even in your own home, you got to expect it's there. Yeah. It's it's tragedy. He needs to be off the radio, at least for a little while. And he needs to figure out who he... In terms of just him personally, he needs to figure it out. You know, like, his yeah. his, vo- his vocals will always be there. Um, and that's why people love him, dude. Nobody loves him because of the way he looks. Nobody, I mean, dude's got a mullet. Nobody man. loves him because of the way he talks, you know. Nobody loves him because of the way he acts for sure. So Definitely it's just not for this. people love him for his music. People love him for the way he sounds, and he needs to recognize it as such, you know, and and stop acting out. I just I don't know, man. 100%. It's it's tragedy. It's tragedy because I'm such a huge fan. I mean, it's just like I told you earlier about what's going on with me. It's like. I had to retract some stuff that I was doing uh, because of this, right. and just make it clear that well, and make it clear what what I stand for because of this. And it's just it sucks, man. And I'm just such a huge fan of Morgan's music, and I hope he figures it out. Um, and I and I hope he I hope he uh, he recognizes that he he needs to dial it back, man. He needs to focus on music and and do the music thing. And less of the rock star thing in the eighties, you know. Yeah, and we also need to change how we kind of act too. Sure. Not just we. I'm saying generally, societally. Because here we are. Someone makes a mistake, and we're canceling them. Yeah. Fucking canceling. What he did is not is inexcusable, inexcusable, right? For sure. Should have some consequences for it, right? But like, there are a lot of people that have done a lot worse shit that don't nothing anywhere close to this has happened. Yeah, it, you know what I mean. Like but so we gotta stop canceling people like this. It's I get it. Like, be mad at him, have some consequences. But like to go ahead and just destroy his music career, yeah, is fucking absurd. Don't listen to his music. You know, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. I just feel exactly. like if you don't want to support a guy, that's completely understandable. There's two sides of that story. There's two sides of that that issue too. It's just like, yeah, in terms of freedom of speech, he's free to say whatever he wants. But they're also free to voice their opinion. And it's just and like record it. Yeah, and record what he's doing and, and all of that jazz. So it's just I don't know, man. I hate that he's getting canceled. I get it for sure. I understand. Right. I understand the outrage. Um, you just can't do that. It's just funny to me because people that usually fucking cancel people have done way worse shit. I mean, look at Michael Jackson. Said, it's just like my comparison, like, yo, he he right. he held a baby over a balcony in front of an entire crowd of people and acted like he was gonna drop it. A child, a breathing human. And he's one of the most decorated artists of all time. Right. I mean, they found little kids' underwear in his in his enormous mansion at the ranch. I think it was post-mortem, if we're being honest. I think it was after death they found these things. I can't remember. I don't remember either. It's I don't so long I, ago. I, Yeah, don't quote me on that. But nonetheless, like, Michael Jackson had some demons too, guys, and we celebrate him as an icon. Yeah. R. Kelly. Guess what? I love I Believe I Can Fly and a handful of other songs. Does he Ignition. piss on people? Yes. Does Does he do a lot more shit that's super fucked is up? Is he a terrible person? Turns out, yes. Yes. But, hey, you know, I believe I can fly. <laughs> Remix to Ignition, that's baby. That's a banger, bro. And guess what? Banger. It's a banger no matter what kind of person he is. That's yeah. the bottom line. It's just, I don't know, dude. Like, 
There's been more decorated people that's done equally as bad things. And uh, we just need to understand that. worse. And sure, some could say worse. I feel like there shouldn't be a precedent set here. You know, like, that's what's scary. It's just different times, man. It's the era we live in now where people get canceled. The information era, era of information. Everybody's in cell phones. Everybody's informed beyond measure. Hey, what's this guy doing? Oh, apparently he's getting drunk and saying egregious things. Yeah. Saying just words that no white person or any person that's not black should ever say. And if we're being honest, nobody should say, in my opinion. Because that's Agreed. that that is that's that's language that we should leave in the past because it's outdated, it's it's primitive, it's silly, and we shouldn't recognize it as such or anything other yep. than. And uh, and it's just it's tragic. Uh, that's that's my take on it. I hate that. For Tend him, to bro. agree with you, but not for me to say. I'm white. That's true, dude. I'm a Caucasian. That is true. We we are of the Caucasian race. I just yep. I just don't uh, I don't know. That's not. Don't say the word. Uh, lesson learned. That's not my. That's not me. You should have known that lesson for a long ass yeah, time. Yeah, you should have known that at birth. It's yeah. just so 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 unreal, bro. I hate it. He's my right. favorite artist. That's what's shitty. Uh, I know. That's I knew this. Is, we knew we were gonna have to talk about this. Him and this Bieber. Is like, this is your guy. It's just like when Bieber went through that weird phase where he couldn't do anything right, and he was in jail all the time, right. and he was doing drugs, and he was about to OD, and it's just like, damn it, man, I love you, bro. Like, don't do this to when me. When he was a shithead, I'm yeah. thinking of me selfishly right now. Shit. It's just like, hey, man, don't do this to me, bro. <laughs> I want music. I want more quality tunes, dude. I need some firm hits. And I need firm hitters only. And it's just like, <laughs> at this point, dude, the only way he's going to be able to make music is to use all of his money and make an, make his own label and yep. and make his own recording studio and do his own music. And Granted, he has he has the money to do it. I'm sure. He, I'm sure. I mean, on, on Theo Vaughn, he said, I might not have, I probably don't have as much money as y'all think, which might be the case. I mean, especially without being able to tour. That's where you make money, dude. You make money playing live. You don't make money off streams. You make pennies on the True. dollar streaming, bro. Oh, I know how much you make. So. Zero. A drop in the bucket. Yeah. I make zero, zero dollars. Very little. Bro. Like, you know, like, yeah. I don't make any money. Yeah, it's very, very small how much you make for streams. And he's and he's dishing, he's divvying out all of those dollars that are streaming to their label, to the people that co-wrote with him, to the people that produced it, to the people that play with him, to his band, to his to his agent. That money's going to everybody and him. Right. So he's not making a ton, I can tell you that. Yeah. All right, let's move on to one more artist slash ridiculous story before we start talking about the Super Bowl. Okay. Let's talk about Lil Uzi Vert. I have nothing to add to this conversation. Dude, the dude has a $24 million diamond in his forehead now, looking like Vision from uh, from the Avengers. You're hating that, dude. <laughs> it's a pink diamond that's like this guy dang big. Yeah, you're hating that, bro. Is that appropriation I mean, culturally to like the Indian? I don't know. Uh, it might offend Vision. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not capping, bro. Who puts the Who puts the little jewel on their head? Is it the Indians? Buddhists? Is yeah, it a religion or is it a race? I, I don't. I don't want to say the wrong no, thing I'm, here. I'm, really, I'm about to look it up, guys. Just a forewarning: we're ignorant on the topic, and that's the reason we're about to do some research on the podcast. It's definitely India, the country. I I think it's a religious who, thing. But who puts? Don't hold me to the that. jewel 
on their foreheads. Why do Indian the per okay, so it's Hindu. The purpose of the bindi. Aside from the beautiful saris and gold jewelry that characterize much of the Indian subcontinent's culture, one of the most internationally known body adornments worn by Hindu and Jain women is the bindi, a red dot applied between the eyebrows and the forehead. The term bindi stems from the Sanskrit word word bindu, which means drop or particle. Okay. There we go, Hindus. A little history lesson for you guys. A little culture, a little culture on is this he episode. Culturally appropriating the Hindus. I'm going to say no because this is a twenty-four million dollar diamond. That's a fair point. I mean, dude, it is implanted in his head. How do you get that out? I don't. Does know. it pop out? Yes or no? No. I mean, the thing was bleeding, bro. Now, now, or do you? Here's what I think: Is someone going to kidnap the motherfucker? And try to steal that damn thing? Yeah, I for sure. If I'm a, an extreme radical terrorist, I steal him, behead him, <laughs> and we take the jewel, dude. I mean, how many times have rappers gotten their shit stolen? Like, it happens, like, all the time. Like, they get their chains and rings and all that shit stolen. So, like, now now you got to behead a motherfucker to probably get this thing. Or tape them down and take the damn thing out. I don't know how you're going to do hey, it. hold still. It can be done. Hold still, man. It ain't going to hurt. It going to hurt, but we're going to get it out. Now, do you think it's in his skull? If it's implanted, it has to be in his skull, right? No way. You can't just take... You can't... He might be able to fuse it to the skull. That's what I'm thinking. Let me look it up. <laughs> look up the story, and then we'll figure it out. I mean, the dude's on some crazy shit anyways. Little Susie Bird. Um, All right. I mean, that's like the biggest, that's <laughs> one of the biggest things. I think this happened like last night or something. All I know is it came out and I said, dude, that is a big ass diamond in the middle of your forehead. 11. Like literally everybody's clowning him for looking like vision from like having a mind stone. 11, 11 carat pink diamond. 24. It's mil. pierced. Interesting. How do you pierce that? Like, how, oh, how does that work? Oh, yeah, it's just a piercing, bro. It's not fused or anything like that. So it can come out. You would you would think, yeah. If it's a piercing, it's 100% getting stolen. 100% getting stolen. This guy. How does it come out? Like, where's the bar? He's doing some weird stuff, man. I'm not into it. I mean, he is on some weird stuff, but he makes bangers, so he, I ain't going to hate. He does make cool music. I am going to hate a little bit. This is weird. He makes cool music. Does make cool music. He makes cool music. I, I don't know. I'm and not he's a into weirdo. The yes. Person. I don't mind it. I liked his first album that came out. I haven't really listened to his newer shit. Little Uzi Bird says he could die from $24 million forehead diamond. Interesting. Bold choice. I mean, hey, that is a bold strategy, Cotton. If you know you can die. In the span of Cotton 24 hours, Little Uzi Bird got a $24 million diamond implanted in the middle of his forehead, became the talk of social media, argued that the diamond is centered when people told him it wasn't, and allegedly encountered a brush with death after his fresh piercing started bleeding. Saw that picture. It was like oozing down his forehead. So tragic, dude. It's it's crazy. I just wanted to bring it up because it's hilarious, and it's a, it, the internet delivered this week. Hold on. The 26-year-old rapper posted more photo and video content of his outlandish new jewelry, jewelry acquisition, which he says he's been paying off since 2017. 
At one point, Uzi must have moved it the wrong way because it struck a nerve, prompting him to bleed from the fresh piercing. Of course, instead of seeking medical help or calling the surgeon who implanted the diamond in his face, Uzi went straight to Twitter and posted a picture of himself with blood running down his face. He did. So wait, how's he? So he's had this plan for four years. I think he bought the diamond, and then once it was paid off, he implanted it. He's God. so wild, bro. That's something else. That is what we say is something else. But, all right, you ready for some Super Bowl? Yeah, let's dive in the Super Bowl. I'm just so sad looking at this guy. <laughs> that does make me sad. Oh, no. Just makes you sad seeing a $24 million diamond right in the hey, forehead. Man, just take $24 million and invest it. And turn it and into, turn it a, into $48 a, million. Hey, speaking of investing, everybody that tried to hold the line, sorry, you lost your ass. Yeah, I think we all knew that was coming. Yeah, we kind of called that one. But uh, the guy who started all of it, who made like a shit ton of money, lost like $19 million holding. Insane. At least he was a man of his word. I commend that. Fuck instead that. of saying nineteen million saying, dollars, dude. Hold the line, and then selling his stuff like Loki. Fuck you! Yeah, <laughs> hold the line. Hundred percent. All right, sir. So I'm gonna need you to sell three hundred and forty million shares of this. I'm gonna need you to sell all this shit and move it into my Swiss bank account. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> yeah, nineteen mil, dude. That's a life changing money right there. Yeah, for real. Hey, but also, dude, all the big hedge fund managers that really manipulated the markets and tried to spin it as if the normal person. Did right. manipulate the market when you've been doing it for decades. You're trash. That's how I feel. Hey guys, you're trash. I agree. You're, tra- you're, tra- you're, tra- you're, tra- you're trash. You're trash. <laughs> you're trash. You're trash. Right, Super and Bowl. you suck. All right, yeah, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Bowl prediction. Bowl. Tom Brady wins it. Here we go. That's how I feel. That's not that bold of a prediction. Dude, it has to be now. The Chiefs are definitely the best team he's ever played in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. This team is the best. One hundred percent. They're the better. I mean, the Chiefs are the better team in this the team. Game. The Chiefs are the better team against anybody in ever. Yeah. Would fair. Would it be fair to say that this is one of the better NFL teams on paper ever? Yeah. Hall of Fame tight end, Hall of Fame receiver, Hall of Fame running back. Now with Le'Veon Bell, even though he don't even play a whole bunch. Doesn't play a whole lot. Patrick, I mean, undrafted Hall free agent went nuts. Future Hall of Famer at quarterback. On oh, pace, yeah. at least. Oh, I mean, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's they literally have the best tight end that's ever played the game. Kelsey is nuts. He's the best, period. Going up against the second best. True. True. He is. To be honest, it is the most exciting matchup that's happened in a Super Bowl in a long time, in my opinion. Um, it's definitely better than last year. Definitely better than the fucking Patriots and the Eagles. 13-3? to What the fuck? That was, uh, um, what was last year, the Niners and the Chiefs? The 49ers yeah. were winning, but though. the Niners, they had the chance. If Jimmy G hits that deep ball, they win. Yeah, they win that game. But Jimmy G is Jimmy G. So yeah, he's, like, almost good. Shocker. He's, like, eh. He's, like, Joe Flacco. It's called Shanahan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, like, Joe Flacco, and Shanahan does not want him. That's rough, dude. But there is a 75% chance of rain and thunderstorms. For this oh, game. Wow. So kind of That'll take dude, that, that into will mix effect. it up. Mud bowl for the Super Bowl, bro. Hey, don't like the over if that's the if case. If that happens, the Bucks win by 21. 
You really think so? Dude, the front eight for the Bucks defense, they are going to shut that shit down. And Domakong yeah. Sue is going to kick everybody in the nuts. Literally. <laughs> Literally. In the pile, he's just going to start throwing elbows to people, people in the nuts, nuts. dude. Elbows. elbows. Dirtiest player. Eh, not dirty. Second dirtiest player in the league behind Vontez Burfitt. He's dirty, bro. He's not He's a dirty league. player for sure. Sue is dirty, but he is also dirty in the sense that he's nasty. You remember, hey, you remember when he was literally in the Heisman conversation when he played at Nebraska? Oh, yeah. You I know remember how good that. you have to be a defensive tackle to be in the Heisman conversation? What the oh, hell? Shit. He was fucking damn good. How good was Charles was Woodson to win the Heisman? I mean, I don't know. I don't remember. I, wasn't I mean, he there. beat out Peyton like Manning. In the 90s. Dude. Yeah. He was a defensive back. Yeah, I mean, back. to beat out Peyton Manning when Peyton Manning was in Tennessee, that's He impressive. was a defensive back. Yeah, but he also returned kicks. And he too. was a returner. And he, they was like, you know what? We got to get him at receiver, too. And then he was like, all yes. right, I guess I'm a two-way, three-way guy. <laughs> I'm every play, I'm, every every I'm down. I'm literally everybody. I'm on the field always. That sucks. That's insane, dude. You couldn't do that these Imagine days. Imagine never getting a break. No. Not, with the, not, how, fast, not with how fast everybody plays. No, dude, you'd be too fucking wore out. Imagine trying to go two ways, going up against Tariq Hill and then having to go around, go around and turn around, turn around and play or run routes. Like, oh, fucking. Dude, I could barely do it in middle school. (laughs) Literally, I could barely do it in middle school. I was gassed in middle school. Playing quarterback and safety, I'm assuming. I was playing. uh, What was I playing? I was like running back, wide receiver. I was never a quarterback till the only year I've ever played quarterback in my life was when I was a starter. Let me guess. They're How just like, hey, that, you dude? play baseball. You're the starter. Dude, the year before I played quarterback, I was starting receiver as a freshman in high school. <laughs> don't, don't you love football logic? No, I had like, hands. hey, you play baseball. No, I was just, no, I no. mean, in hindsight, looking back on it, I was definitely, I was definitely the best option, just simple because, like, I could, they knew I was smart. They knew I had IQ. They knew I could pick up the offense quickly because I'd already played in it. They knew that. Taylor Hughes was the quarterback before me, and he was pretty damn good. But uh, they knew that me and Taylor were, were pretty good friends, and uh, they knew I had a good arm because I was a pitcher. Yeah. And uh, they were like, "All right, well, hey, there you go, Mister Five Foot Nine, One Sixty, get out there and give him hell." And I had never played quarterback in my whole life. Literally, I was a running back. I was a running back, bro. I was, dude. I used to yeah. be a little. I, I used to be quick with it, boy. I used to be quick. Just run around. Dude, I was good. I had them. I had them move them handles. Little Johnny Manziel. Little Johnny Manziel. I was a poor man's Johnny Manziel, but mainly because I was just running for my life. Because your offensive line was. Dude, the, it was a dog. Sorry to call you guys out if you listen. If you're listening, I don't care. Our offensive line was anemic. <laughs> I mean, ours was. It was too, a wet so. paper bag up there, dude. The thing is, I'm pretty sure they were the biggest line in our conference or in our area easily. They all How's that they happened? all average so like it was like six three two sixty across the board minimum. And they sucked. And they were bad. They're just so slow, just getting. I don't beat even. Off the ball. I don't know what characteristics make you good outside of just blocking. But like, just my thing is space. they didn't do them right. You know, that's how, that's what <laughs> that's how I feel. Well, we can say one thing: the Bucks offensive line and the Kansas City offensive line, they don't suck. That's true. That is. They are very good. Very true. What about the, uh, wasn't the left tackle or guard for the Chiefs hurt? He's out. Left tackle and the right tackle. Right tackle opted out. Left tackle got hurt 
in the Green Bay game. That's tragic. It is very tragic, especially going up against Shaq Barrett and JPP. Yeah, that's going to be a dogfight. JPP. That's going to be a dogfight. So, it's a dogfight for that for sure. But, I mean, when you have Mahomes and you got Tariq Hill and Kelsey and Meikle and Robinson and um, fucking Sammy Watkins, and the list goes on, Clyde and Daryl Williams, Le'Veon Bell. You don't have to hold on to the ball on. for long. No. Needless to say, and, and Andy Reid is going to dial up a fucking game. I'm taking the Chiefs. Is that minus three right now, correct? That's correct. Dude, if this money line, and the money line's going down, it's at 165. If it gets down to like 150, I guarantee people are going to be hammering it. Because that's a good number. No doubt. It's an amazing number for the Chiefs. And anything three and below is you you take the Chiefs, in my opinion. That's what I would do. I got a hot take. Tom Brady wins. I know you already said nope. it. Nope. Here's my hot take on a prop bet. You ready? Let's go. No turnover in the game. Plus 750. Interesting. I'm Clean. going to be on the other side of that one. but Most people would, obviously. I mean, look at the odds. Brady threw three picks against the against Green Bay. I'm saying no turnover. Brady has a great game with the loss. Interesting. Nobody Interesting. throws a pick. No fumbles. So there are a few prop bets that are very interesting. First off, I think the fucking national anthem is going over. It's a duet with Eric Church and some somebody else. Um, so it's probably going to go over, what was it, 107? 117 and a half seconds. There Almost two minutes. Almost two minutes. I think it hits. Um, I'm going to put, I know one thing for sure, I'm putting money on that. Yeah, take the over. It, the over always hits. It always hits. That's so hilarious. And so, that is so, that's such a hilarious bet. Well, dude, you can pick the goddamn Gatorade. The damn Gatorade you can fucking pick. What color is it when they dump it? Last year it was orange. It could, hell, it could be fucking water this year. Imagine Who imagine knows? if it's just clear. It's That is an option. Imagine if it's just water. That would be great. I guarantee the odds on that are fucking fantastic. No doubt, bro. Um, heads or tails? Uh, tails never fail, so I'm going to go with heads. Oh. I'm going tails. <laughs> I want to text you when it hits. Or, um, all right, does the team that is calling it, so the Bucks, are they going to get it right? That's another prop bet. Uh, oh, no. I say, I say they get it right. Okay, okay. I'm going to say if it's it's the Bucks, I'm going to say they get it right, and then they um, – they receive the ball. And then Bucker is going to kick a touchback. I like the touchback, bro. Dude, it's a so people know. So there's a difference between a normal ball, a brand new ball, and a K-ball. Definitely. K-balls are worn out. K-balls are kick, kicking That's what ball. I used to throw in high school because my hands weren't yeah. big enough to throw normal balls. Yeah. So they're worn down, beating the shit out of, they've been kicked, everything you can think of, right? And so these have like a lot more flex and everything, but the opening kickoff for the Super Bowl is a brand new ball, which is like kicking plastic. Apparently, Pat McAfee explained it on his show this entire week. But the trend is the Bucks have been electing to receive the ball the last few weeks when they've won. Think, think since like uh, weeks fifteen or something like that. And the Chiefs always elect to kick. 
So more than likely, Harrison Bucker, who has probably the most explosive leg in the league, is going to be kicking off. So I like the fact that he's probably going to kick it through the uprights. He's got a leg on him. I'll say that. Yes. Where'd he go to college? Problem is, that is a great question. Dude, these kickers are no so idea. under the radar. Good kickers. Dude. Now, I will say Tucker, Texas. Really? Is that true? Yeah. Harrison Butker. Oh, Butker, decent looking dude. I'll give him that. <laughs> We're judging kickers on this show. He's now. aesthetically pleasing. Good for him. <laughs> All right. Uh, college, Georgia Tech. He, he definitely got some reps there. Uh, he w- this makes me not like He him. actually got he got like drafted, though. Seventh round, tw- 233rd pick. What year? 2017 by Carolina. Damn. Carolina let him lose? Yeah, they missed one there. Bad decision. They definitely did. Well, they have Gano now. Graham, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Anyways, I think it's definitely going to be a touchback. I think it's like plus 200 some odds right now. Um, dude, there's also props where what is the weekend's, how long is his halftime show going to be? What is his first song going to be? Is Daft Punk going to show up for Starboy? Is Ariana going to, Ariana Grande going to show up? All kinds of things you can think of in the is Super the weekend Bowl. performing? What we love about it. Dude, his yeah, face is show. hilarious. Dude, that shit, it's, it has to be for the Super Bowl, right? Why would you ma- manipulate and mutilate your face just for one event? I think it's prosthetics, bro. It has to be prosthetics. There's no way that's real. It's definitely. What do you mean? Like, I don't, I don't really understand the difference. Like, dude, it's not. It's not Botox. You don't think it's his face? No, I think it's fucking prosthetics. You think you like like movie shit? Oh no, that's his real face, dude. No. Yeah, like that's his face permanently. No. Yeah, like his face. That's his face now. I don't believe that. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Yeah. I, I 100% he's like gonna take some shit off and then boom, he's gonna look normal. No, no, no. He looks terrible. <laughs> there's no hey, getting hey. around it he looks a he looks hey, great a, music, a great singer yeah he can but do, hey what's better what's a worse look this or when you have the rooster hair singing uh yeah you'd think if that's real even if it's prosthetics yeah yeah that's rough dude i know he looks just scary he looks like he got in trouble and they beat the shit up he looks like Squidward when he got handsome. He did. He does look like handsome Squidward, bro. <laughs> That's the fact. Oh man, I can't decide if I want to take the over or the under in this. What is what's it was the, like what's a the fifty-five total? last night? Let me check. That's what I thought it was around 55, 56. Dude, I got a dog fight. I, I got to hit these I four want... bets tonight, or I'm paying out. What we got tonight? Hockey? Oh, yeah, hockey only, bro. I got the Canadians at minus one and a half. I got the Panthers at minus 115. Puck line. And the Capitals, I double betted because I didn't know I double betted. I got the Capitals. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about it. I got the Capitals <laughs> minus 110, bounding line, and then the Capitals at minus one half. But here's what's weird about hockey hockey line. I like them puck lines, don't you? Dude, hockey lines are weird. So, like, the, the puck line is at minus 110, right, just for them to win outright. Yeah. But for the Capitals to just cover by half of a goal is plus 155. So who in their right mind would take a money line and yeah, not if you think they're gonna win, you, you just, just take, take that, that with way better odds, right? Like I'm right. not stupid, well, here, like, right? Like No. It's like when you bet baseball and you bet the run line versus the money line. Okay, okay. You so I think the, the only difference is OT is included with the money line. 
or puck line. Gotcha. Sorry. Um, regulation puck only line. is the yeah. one half. Well, no, puck line's when it's minus one half. That's a puck line. Oh, is it? That's like the run line. In okay, baseball. no, no, no. Okay, then that's so money I mean. line is you're still right. Okay, there. you're right. You're right. Then that's what I mean. That's what yeah. I mean. Okay, I mean, I guess that makes sense, but also that's a huge, huge odd swing. Oh, dude, you definitely t- you said it's one half. Yeah, so half a, a half a half. goal. So it's just that's just a win. And dude, guess what? In that's regulation, an AJ bet. So uh, <laughs> plug it again, plug it again, plug I mean, it. Hashtag Sportsline. If you need any any of your betting needs on shim, on simulators and and grading bets, you can go to Sportsline.com. It's a CBS Sports application. Paid monthly ten dollars per month, and your ROI's through the roof unless you're betting college or NFL football. <laughs> hashtag unpaid. Hashtag. Ad. I don't even know if that's an ad because I kind of shit on them. But the hockey, <laughs> the hockey grades are top tier. Thus far, even the NBA grades, right. NBA and college basketball grade basketball grades are pretty close. And the expert picks, I listen to expert picks more on basketball than I do the grading system with the simulator because my the S what it was uh, the Southeastern Illinois Southeastern Indiana University or something like that was playing Tennessee yeah. State today and the line was only minus one for them but Tennessee State was two and fourteen and. S E I U E was fucking six and eight. Yes, that's the real acronym. And <laughs> oh my god, that's a mouthful. Yeah, I'd say I've got, I can barely say it. I got a, I developed a speech impediment <laughs> trying to say it. And uh, and it was only at one point, and they were six and eight. And then the expert pick came down and just broke it down for me. It was like, hey, here's why this is a lock. Like this, it shouldn't be that close. And they ended up winning by eight. So there, there we, we go. go. That's win, 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 win. So there's there's ten dollars in my bank account. Hell yeah, there we go. Hey, whittling down that chipping away, bad dude. Beat. Chipping away at that terrible blackjack run I had. <laughs> Lesson learned. Don't play blackjack. Yeah, was, I mean, I was up seventy dollars, and then I started betting twenty dollars a hand on blackjack, like I was rich, <laughs> like I had just thousands of dollars to play with. <laughs> like I was. Rich. Meanwhile, I had a hundred dollars to play with, and I'm playing a I'm playing a a twentieth. I'm playing 20% of my actual max bet per hand. At one point, I doubled down <laughs> and lost. That's rough. $40 in one hand. <laughs> so dude, bad. I had, I'm dude, sorry, I had, dude, I mean, funny. I had, a, I had 11 showing, I had 11 versus six. You double down every time. I hit a three and then they hit on, they hit a runner, runner. It was like six. And then he had like five, nine. And I was like, all right, well, yeah. GGs. Fuck me. Uh, GGs in the chat, Fuck boys and me. girls. Yeah. But yeah, that happened. Hey, F for, F for, F for respect. Yeah, F's in the chat, bro. F to pay respect for sure. <laughs> All right, let's go over our picks real quick. Chiefs, correct? All right, my pick is going to be. Shit. I'm going Chiefs. Mahomes over on his yards. I'm. Um, Tails and the over on the national anthem. Okay, I'm going over on the national anthem. Heads, I'm going oh, I'm going under fifty six. Under under fifty six. Like it. That's a, I said over. Yeah. Right? No, I said over on Mahomes' right. yards. Um, I'm gonna take the under two. Um, just because of the rain, but I still think Mahomes is over on his yards. I don't hate that. Oh, uh, uh, and the touchback thing. I don't hate that. I like it. And the touchback one. I like it. Yep. Oh. 
Love the Super Bowl. Uh, all right, one quick question. Wings or pizza for what's your Super Bowl meal? Um, Traditionally, it's always been pizza, but, dude, I'm a big Daytona Wings from Hooters fan, bro. Like, if it was my choice, that's what I would get. Interesting. Is, is that the breaded wings, like normal? No, they're, uh, they're, they're naked, but they're cooked in a certain way. I can't really describe it. I mean, you'd have to get... I can go to Hooters and tell you how they cook them now, but they're so good, bro. Yeah. Hooters. Because you know how Hooters wings are different than normal wings where they're, like, super breaded, yeah. but they're really fucking These aren't good. breaded. Gotcha. Okay, what... I can't believe you, like, naked. Listen, hold on. What... What is... Do you not, do you not throw any hot sauce in? No, sir. Hooters. You crazy. But, yeah, I'm a wings guy. I haven't had wings in fucking forever, so I'm gonna, I am gonna. might be going to get me some wings. I love that. Some wingies. But I do like pizza, but I eat so much pizza. I eat pizza once a week, so let me get some wingies. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Well, hey, I got to kind of shit, so we got to wrap this up. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. All right, do the outro. Do the outro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Cam's going to go no, take I got to play the song, so do the outro, but do it quick. <laughs> Okay, thanks guys for listening. Have a great Super Bowl weekend. Hope you love this episode. Blow it up. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Subscribe, rate, review. Let's have a fucking great weekend. Go Chiefs.